Hello, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis, and we're so excited about today's episode of the Boardroom Chat. You call it an episode? Why not? You know, when I was a little girl, my, I had a favorite toy. You little did? Little girl, you may not know this, but I had a little doll that was called the Chatty Kathy. Oh, I know that now, because I've been married to you 50 years, and you've been chatting ever since. Well, when we first met, I wasn't very chatty, but lately you've been saying I've been getting pretty chatty. You're getting pretty chatty. Yeah, so I'm interrupting a you. A Chatty Kathy. Yeah, and the funny story about that is that Mama, it, the head came off one time, and my brother <laughs> fixed it. This okay. doll had like these all these sayings. You would say you'd pull the string, right. and it said a lot of different sayings. And when, when my brother fixed it, put the head back on, it, she, he pulled the string to make sure it still worked, and it said, "I hurt myself." <laughs> Isn't that's that good. funny? That's funny. It's very funny. <laughs> but we're going to chat about a lot of great things today. I, well, we're going to get on the word of God. Actually, though. I didn't know what she was going to say. She doesn't know what I'm going to talk about. And I, it goes, <laughs> it goes what I want to talk about today. Oh, well, good. What yeah, you, he never tells me. Just no, I never tell her because yeah, I like shooting from the hip. <laughs> what you think about is what you become. Praise God. And Kathy thinks about Chatty Kathy. <laughs> what you think about is what you come. Are you, do you know you have the ability to control your thoughts? Sometimes you have to lead your thoughts. See what I'm saying? Lead them to where you want them to go, or otherwise it's like a shotgun. It'll, it'll explode in every which way, shape, or form. And we got scripture for this. So, Kathy, I want to go to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, and I want to start reading with verse 3. And I want you to listen to me, because and, and, uh, what you think about is what you become. And that's, that's so true. And, you know, a lot of people think that even when you sleep, you can still control your mind. If you put scripture in your mind before you go to bed. He said, Lord, I want to think on good things. So Satan will come in and start injecting all kind of crazy stuff. And he will do that when you're asleep at times, you know, and things of that nature. So I want to read this here. Paul writing to the church at Corinth. And I'll start off with verse 3. He says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. I want to stop there for a minute. That's a big statement. Mm -hmm. Everybody I know walks in the flesh. But Paul got to a point that his flesh didn't bother him. It, he didn't war after it no more. In other words, he quit fighting it because it was so dead. Right. But that's a miracle of the Lord Jesus Christ. And how that becomes is how you learn to control your thought process. Because mm -hmm. what you think is what you become. Now look what he says in verse 4. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. So we're in a warfare. Mm -hmm. But mighty through God, not through you, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So there's strongholds all around us all the time. Constantly. Right. Watch this. Now, how do you do that? How do you get this stuff to work? The next verse, casting down imagination. So notice this. They're not re reality. They're just imaginations. Mm -hmm. See? Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. See, a lot of people don't understand that about healing. I am sick. I'm not dealing with your I am sick. By stripes you were healed. See, that sickness in your mind is exalted above what Jesus said. By his stripes you were healed. Mm -hmm. So people say, well, I am not going to say I'm healed when I am sick. They think they're lying. Not dealing with your am sick. I'm dealing with your word healed. If I can get you to look at your word healed, we get rid of your am sick. Mm -hmm. See, so anything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, what is the knowledge of God? The word of God. Right, the promises that now, are in everything, the word. And over 7,000 promises. Mm -hmm. Now watch this. He said, and I want to read that again. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought. Now people want God to do that. That's your job. Mm -hmm. bringing into captivity. you got to captivate it. every thought, not to yourself, but to the obedience of Christ. Mm -hmm. So what I, what I want to talk about there is thoughts. What you think about is what you become. So you got to understand something. If, if you don't understand who you are, or if you don't know where you're going, you're not going to know when you get there. 
You know, I, I really say this, and I wrote a thought, a, a thought down. Thoughts unled is like a ship on a rough sea with no rudder. In other words, it, it doesn't know how to control itself. I mean, the wind's just pushing it, the waves throwing it everywhere. You got to have a rudder in life. And I personally believe the rudder is the Holy Ghost that lives inside of you. Yes. The comforter. He says, how be it when the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you in not some truth, right. but all truth. You understand what I'm saying? Now, the reason why I wanted to bring this up, have y'all noticed, uh, maybe you have, but we live in the deep south. We call it southeast Louisiana is how they say it. We've had more hurricanes and tropical storms this year in fact, they were the same as 2005 when Hurricane Katrina hit. Okay. Now, watch this. And we constantly getting bombarded. And I don't mean this to be critical. I'm just being truthful. With meteorologists saying this, saying that, saying this. And they don't really know what they're saying. There was a guy who, who everybody believed what he said when it came to weather. Yes, and his name was Nash Robbins. And he would do it with a magic marker. He had no all this stuff that we have today. No technology. But like every time he said something. It happened. He'd study it. Now, they got all this stuff, satellites, everything. And they go, well, <laughs> it's going to do this, and it don't. Yeah, and, and it's going to do this, and it don't. Yeah, and even after they got all the satellites, I remember they did all their predictions and everything, and they, but everybody would still just say, well, what does Nash have what to say? What does Nash say? And they'd bring him in, and he'd have his little <laughs> clear board and the white and the just, pencil, and he'd write And he was right. And he hit it on the target. Why? Because he knew how to control his thoughts. And by him controlling his thoughts... He controlled our thoughts. He never put us in fear, you know, in, in any way, shape, or form. But now there are a lot of people that say, you know, that thing, even though it's going west, but it could turn east, <laughs> or it could do this, or it could do that. And before you know it, you got this flip-flopping going on all the time. I heard something last night just aggravated the socks off. Oh. You ready for this? Uh, yeah. They knew that that hurricane that's in the Caribbean that, that, that hit um, Cozumel, I believe it is, or that area, they knew it was not. Uh, a cat, a cat four, because the planes that walked around that thing flew around it. I call it walking, but flying around that thing, and they could, the, the strongest wind they could come up with was like a hundred and a hundred and seven miles an hour. Now they said it had that thing at hundred and forty. Now they dropped it down to hundred and thirty, when it was not even near, not even near that, and they flew all over in the eye, out there and everything. Mm. You know, now why, what, and this was the excuse. Well, we, we, we know it's going to restrengthen. We don't want to flip-flop and forth. But wait a minute. You're causing fear that you shouldn't cause. Well, Jesse, you know, that just, just thought about how, well, that's what's happening all over the world. Truth doesn't matter anymore. No, it's, it truth doesn't. Truth is what I say it is. That's what they claim. Right. But our truth is based on the Word of God and what, what reality is. Yeah, they I'll, can't just say something's a three when it's really not. It's not. But they just decided just, to make that summit. their truth. Yeah, and if Jesus is the way, you can't get lost if he's the truth. And he is. You cannot be deceived. And I was just thinking about your verse that you had. I want to read it in the okay, Amplified. It's sure. okay. It's in Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. It, and it's so powerful because it says, Inasmuch as we refute arguments. This tells us that the Holy Spirit convicts us, and it's our responsibility to get into be part of the, the solution to the problem. The solution, says, not the problem. Solution to it. Right. It says, Inasmuch as we refute arguments, theories, reasonings, and every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God, and we lead every thought and purpose away captive into the obedience of Christ. So Hallelujah, we have powerful. a responsibility in this Amen. to pull down those strongholds, right. you know, and take take authority over those situations in our life that would want to keep us bound up, keep us in fear, keep us in torment. Because the truth of God will always lead us in the right path. Well, with that saying that, if your thoughts are to possess or to have true value, you have to learn to lead them. 
That's good. You see, you so have to true. learn to lead them. And you learn to lead them. It said, like, if you get a bad, and I get a bad thought. Everybody gets bad thoughts. But when I, I immediately stop and say, no, 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 that's not my thoughts. I open up the door and I lead that thought out of my mind. <laughs> so you got to learn to lead your thoughts. That's not my thoughts. What are my thoughts? My thoughts are lovely, just, good report, pure, virtuous. The Bible said, think on these things. That's so if right. you're taking notes, I want you to write this down. If your thoughts are to possess true value, you must learn to lead them. If you don't, some other power may lead them. Hmm. You see, Satan, I want you to think on stuff you don't need to think about because what you think about is what you become. I heard uh, President Trump say something, uh, oh, I guess three years ago, and it was really, I thought, one of the, one of the best statements I've ever heard in my life. And he was talking about his daughter, Ivanka. He told he said, Ivanka, you're going you're gonna to think anyway, so you might as well think big. And I thought, yeah, you're going to think anyway, so why not think the best instead of think the worst? Right. You and I'd like to take that another level and okay. say, you're going to think anyway. Why don't you think God's thoughts? Amen. Why don't you think about what he has said you can do? Why don't well, you think about the promises that he has well, made you? Both of, me and you both do this all the time. When something tries to attach itself to our body, you know, we, we're human just like you are. We go, no, we take on God's thoughts. By his stripes, we were healed. Mm -hmm. We're not denying what we're feeling. We deny it's right to exist in our lives. Mm -hmm. Now, don't complicate that. You see, you're trying to intellectualize that, and that's your problem. You can't right. intellectualize faith because it's above your intellectual activity. It is so powerful because it's so simple. Mm -hmm. See, and you're looking for something hard. I heard uh, uh, that great guy, E equals MC squared, wasn't he? Einstein. Albert he Einstein. Said, he said, you know, the, people think all this, stuff, this knowledge. He said the hard things are the simple things because mm. we're always looking, we're looking for something hard when really it's actually very simple, and we struggle to try to get to it because we're trying to go this way, go, thinking that's got to be real hard when really it is so simple. So let me read that point again to help you. If your thoughts are to possess true value, you must learn to lead them. And if you don't, some other power may lead them. For example, they say you're walking down the street and some foxy mama will go by you and she got a good figure and all that. And you look at that, ain't nothing wrong admiring the lady's beauty. She got a nice figure. That's fine. Now, if you let that begin to percolate, see Satan said, let's lead that to something different. Right. You see what I'm saying? When you say, no, no, no. First, you're doing that person a disservice because she's more than body parts. I want to make an announcement. Parts wear out. <laughs> you don't marry a woman's body or a man's body. They wear out. You understand? I love it. One time I went into this elderly folks home and there was this man. He was 98 and his wife was 96. And they were sitting there in their wheelchairs. Yeah. And you can see love like you ain't never seen. Now, you know, their bodies are gone. You can hang that up. And that, but you know what? That love was stronger then than it probably was when they first met, when they had, quote, everything intact. You see, so when you understand that, people say, why do we get divorces? Because we don't lead our thoughts. Hmm. We let those thoughts lead us. For you know what? You start, boom, boom, boom. Then you begin to get agitated. Boom, boom, boom. Me and Kathy, we have a statement. We've probably said it before in one of the, the boardroom tracks. We never let the sun go down on our wrath. There's a scripture that says, do not let the sun go down on your wrath. In other words, you make it right. right. You see what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So when you understand that, I like to lead my thoughts. And that's why I do that at night. Sometimes the, the, the devil wants to put thoughts in my mind. I go, no, no, stop. Even when I'm sleeping, even when I'm dreaming, if I start to move, somebody, wait a minute, stop. I still have control. A lot of people don't believe that. You still have control over your spirit. Your spirit's not sleeping. You see, your body is sleeping. Your spirit and soul is wide awake. 
You see what I'm saying? And going on with different kinds of things. So learn that with the word of God. And I like what Paul said, my weapons are not carnal. In other words, just don't try to find something physical to fix this right, thing. Right, right. Because it don't work that way. But they mighty through God mm -hmm. to the pulling down of strongholds. My God, that's a, and there are strongholds in life. For example, strongholds will say this if, when it comes to money. Now, you better not give nothing to the church because, you know, uh, you ever had too much, too much month at the end of your money? <laughs> <laughs> what your money run out for the month does. And all of a sudden, maybe you got just a few dollars, and, all, and the Lord begins to tug on your heart. Why don't you be a blessing to that ministry? Why don't you be a blessing to that church? No, no, Lord Jesus. You know, I got to make it to the end of the month. No, no. You got to understand, you're trying to make your life instead of God. Mm -hmm. You're not letting God lead you. Now, I'm not talking about being doing stupid things. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, if the Lord is telling you to do something, and He's always right. Mm -hmm. He's the only person I know that's ever been totally 100% correct. Say what you want. Right. He, he was right. And you know, people say, there's no way he could be the son of God. Well, do you know anybody else in history that we talk so much about? Now we got Caesar. You got them all. We all know. Think about this. Jesus is still stirring up the world. And it's been over 2,000 years. And he would, and a simple man from Nazareth. Hmm. Isn't that amazing? Now what made Jesus Jesus? He controlled his thoughts. How do I know that? He, was, he, was, he had temptations just as we have, yet without sin. Why didn't he sin? He controlled his thoughts. He cast down that imagination, that thing that exalted itself against the, his father's knowledge, and he brought into, into captivity. And that means you've got to grab it sometime because it's running, boy. Yeah. into the obedience of the anointed one in his anointing. Yeah, no, Jesse, I was just thinking about mm -hmm. how when Jesus walked with his disciples and he was mm -hmm. starting, starting to let them know that he was going to go to the cross. And I remember he's told, he told his disciples and he says that he was going to die on the cross, you know, right. three days. Oh, the yeah, they and had what, a fit. Did, what did Peter do? Oh, he got mad. He, yeah, he said he didn't like that thought that no. Jesus had. And he came and Jesus had to tell him, shake him, basically, yeah. and say, he get said, me well, behind me, yeah. Satan. How would you like your boss to call you a devil? <laughs> you a devil? Get me behind me. That's exactly what he did. Yeah. Because he realized it wasn't Peter talking. See, Satan had led Peter's thought, and that was, Peter, that was Satan talking through Peter. Principalities work through personalities. See, so in other words, Peter should have shut that down himself. So Jesus did it instead. Mm -hmm. You see, you got to understand something. Uh, everybody has leisure time, especially leisure thoughts. Watch this. Write this now if you're taking notes. It's our leisure thoughts which ultimately determines our character. Mm -hmm. Now, if you want to know who you are, it's what you think in a leisurely way. You see what I'm saying? Normally, if you're doing a job, your mind is so focused on that job, you ain't got anything else on your mind. You know, you got to get this job done. I got to do this or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's when you're sitting here like this and all of a sudden you begin to realize who you are. And that's when it's time for you to lead your thoughts right. by casting down that imagination. Now, sometimes I get mad as a hornet at Kathy. Can you believe it? No, I can't. I, she can't, but I can't. Praise the Lord. I have experienced that. She can make me why. madder than anybody in this world. But she also can make me happier than anybody in this world. Why? Because there's the spectrum there. You see, when we got married, God didn't change my personality, and he didn't change hers. What he changed was our spirits when we got born again. Mm -hmm. You see, in other words, our, our, our spirit became alive. So she's still her. Oh, ugly self. <laughs> I'm still my <laughs> ugly self. Look, look at the women going, oh, I can't believe you said that. glad you said that second part. Oh, I am. I was bringing myself into it. And I'm still my ugly self. All of us got ugly ways. Don't, don't, don't get mad at me. 
Control yourself. <laughs> Everybody in their more ugly ways, you know. Like one time I told Kathy, I said, uh, hey, Kathy, can you get me some water? She said, is your legs broke? Uh, I, I, I wasn't looking for a, a, a medical <laughs> examination yeah, of whether my legs yeah, were but broke. Yeah, picture this. We're both sitting down. It's different if I'm over there near the water or near the, in the kitchen. We're both sitting down. So can you... <laughs> yeah. That's why I thought it was an excellent idea myself to just get a glass Because I had done it so often. You know, Jesse, is he doesn't think he's high maintenance, but he really I am not is. high maintenance. Yeah. I'm very low maintenance. <laughs> We've been arguing about that for 50 years. I just want you to know but, that. But, you know, early in. See, it's the leisure thoughts. The leisure thoughts. <laughs> well, it was all because, you know, when you first started traveling in the ministry, Jody and I would wait on you hand and foot when you came back. Cause and what was wrong with so that? so glad. <laughs> For you to get home, you said you were thirsty. Oh, we'll get you that water, or we'll do this, and we'll take your shoes off, whatever. Oh, it's Whatever great. we could I do, just it. so glad you were home. But <laughs> then when you, I started traveling, too, and we both were gone, and Jody was not in the house, and so it's, you know, you still expected that same treatment, so you stepped Well, up. yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. I mean, you like what you like, don't And so you? he says, when I tell him he's high maintenance, he says, no, I'm not. I said, yes, you are. He says, well, I'll eat just about anything that you give me, and that's really true. That's true? Yeah. Because yeah, like you don't cook very much. Food groups, whatever. You've got to grab but you can't. Two restaurants. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so I'll tell him, yeah, you'll eat just about anything, but I have to get it to your mouth. That's true. So. <laughs> like, see, it, it, we had this argument when I'm home every Sunday. Could we go out and eat? You don't have to church something. You, you, you're going to relate to this. I look at the question, where do you want to eat? She goes, uh -huh, I don't know. Well, what do you want to eat? I said, well, no, no, pick whatever you want. See, Kathy's way pickier about food than I am. That's because when you say pick, all he really means is pick, pick out of the three that I really always well, want to Because, see, to. I've traveled most of my adult pick. life. Let me, <laughs> let me interrupt her. I travel my most nose. adult life. She does it. So you got to grab what you can get when you're on the road. But she don't understand that and never will. But that's oh. all right. That's another day. That's another message. My wife said, I'll say, what do you want to eat? She goes, I don't know. I, I, whatever, you pick it. No, no, I, I want to know what you want to eat. No, no, you pick it. I said, okay. I, I drive up to the restaurant. I said, how about that? I don't want to eat it. Yeah, but you just said I could pick it. And then, then we start over. Okay, back out the, uh, the restaurant's parking lot. Where you want to eat? Where you want? And we go back and forth. And then why? I said, we get in. It still works. Get in. We sit down and we order something. She gets mad because I eat the same thing. She said, why don't you try something different? I don't want to. Why? Because I like with that. So when I'm trying something different, I said, well, try something different. So she tries something different, and she decides that she don't like it. So she starts looking at my food. I said, what are you looking at my food for? Well, can I have yours? No, you can't. Because <laughs> you, you, you tried something different. Why don't you try it? <laughs> well, it happens for Do me, too. Do you understand? It, it's ha frustrating. It happens for me, too. I'll order something, and he, I call him the seagull, because I never know when he's going to swoop in and grab something Oh, yeah, I'll take plate. a taste of it. You know? He just does it without even asking. Well, so. no, I paid for it. But, you know, <laughs> a minute ago... <laughs> A minute ago, you said we have a, an argument. But, you know, I, I grew up in a household with a, a lot of loud arguments. So yes. what we have, you might call it an argument. I call it a discussion. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about it. But, I mean, I know about people who really have physical arg fights and arguments. And we're not talking about that when we talk about how we, we're just discussing. <laughs> <laughs> and we usually come to an agreement. And oh, we always agree. do. Yeah, that, that's, that's not the issue. You know, I mean, we don't just go and say we ain't eating. It's just stuff. We don't I do that think, kind of craziness. You know what? I think that's healthy. If you, if you see a relationship where you have a husband and a wife where the wife says nothing all the time and Something she's wrong. quiet, then that means he's too controlling. Very you controlling. ought to be able to discuss and talk. Now, now you want you to tell me, I don't control you, do I? You try. 
Well, yeah, I'll try. Hey, I didn't say I didn't try. I, I try said to I can't. I'll try to control you, too. I'll say, please, oh, don't throw those dirty socks on the floor, please. Or, you know, we have this one little argument. I've stopped arguing. Uh, you must remember I have stopped arguing because he would grab a fork, eat something out of the refrigerator, and put that fork right there on the countertop. And I'd say, can you at least bring the fork over to the kitchen sink? You don't have to wash it. You don't have to even put it in the dishwasher. But please don't leave it on the counter. That's filthy. But tell them how you get mad at me about my chocolate cake. Oh, chocolate cake. cake. Okay. I, I, well, when this. I would make a cake, to this. he'd love to just go get his fork and right. put it. We're, are we just telling all our nasty? Let's tell all our nasty. And so <laughs> he would just go and eat off the cake, just bite a, a bite I, of I, it I, off I, the I, you know, I cut put a piece his fork right in that beautiful layered cake. And she just goes nuts. And I said, why do that? I said, because if someone comes over, I, I don't want to give cut a piece with your fork print in there. Well, cut that piece out and give them a slice. So there was a day. Can I tell you a story? <laughs> there was a day where we were both dieting. We hadn't had sugar maybe six months it you know was, we go on these phases where we get thin then we get fat then we get thin we get fat. Well, anyway that, we had been dieting for like six months from you me. notice we're a little thinner this time right now don't <laughs> don't write it in stone because it could change anyway we have we were watching this movie and a commercial came i was watching an old movie on a saturday afternoon or something we weren't traveling and then the commercial came on it was like a duncan hines or betty crack one of those yellow, yellow cake, cake which, which is our favorite yellow cake chocolate icing and they were just whipping it up they had no, just no. They iced did, it they did the fork like that and they pulled out they, and icing went yeah the icing was whipped up oh. it was really delicious and we and and i was staring at it and he's staring I'm at it really like and then he turns around and looks at me and i said do you want me to make you one of those and he said yes she said you want me I said, yeah <laughs> so i got in the car right away screeched I mean, out of she, the driveway she burned rubber she laid rubber down man within, <laughs> within an hour because i didn't have all the all those ingredients in the house of course when you're dieting you don't want all the, the sweet yeah. stuff you don't want any temptation don't bring your own temptation to your house <laughs> Anyway, so I, uh, I made the cake, and I remember thinking, you know, I don't want to get on this case. I'm always telling them, don't put your fork in the, in the cake. So I said, I'm going to do it this way. I'm going to cut it in half so that he can have his cake. I said, Jesse, mutilate it. Eat it any kind of way you want. <laughs> this is my half. I meant my half Whoa. that I would have in case people would drop by and be able to share it, you know, give a piece of cake to a guest. But instead what happened is I ate all of that half. No, you got some milk. I like Well, I gave you milk. your half and I ate my half. Right. I, and, she got me, she gave me a quart of milk and I just didn't even put it in a glass. I had it there with my half a cake. She had her milk and we started eating this stuff. And we ate it all. Wonderful. We ate it I all. I must say, we ate it all. And about, ooh, 20 minutes after the last bite, maybe 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. I had chocolate all on my way. I said, Kathy, we have sinned. <laughs> a great sin. We did it together. We are gluttons. We just could. And all of a sudden, we paid the price. So, she took off running to the back. I took off running oh, to the to side. You didn't have to tell that part. Well, we <laughs> paid the price. What you sow is what you reap. So now, whenever I get that thought about making that cake and doing that, I cast that baby down. Yeah, yeah cast We're that. We're not going to make do that again. We learned. <laughs> and we learned we have never done that since yeah you know because we paid the price let me just say we we paid the price but you know what we could have done uh we didn't have to do we could eat all the cake we want to eat right. just don't piece. have to eat it all at one time one small but boy piece. we just wanted well, that you still sugar. just had one piece well, yeah piece but that was, was a like... half a cake Lord <laughs> Jesus. instead of a saucer it was on a plate <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was amazing. But we paid the price for it, I tell you what. And the Lord didn't rebuke us or anything. I realized, I said, good God, we stopped one bite from sin. That's called gluttony, man. I mean, you know, of course, your body can't handle all that kind of, I guess, that rush of sugar, sweet, Especially whatever it was. Especially when you hadn't had sugar in like yeah. six months. Yeah, uh, you know. But we didn't cast down that imagination. When we saw that, with that icing, with that thing, it just kind of, 
12 went, oh, Lord Jesus, you know. So they, they say never go to a grocery store when you're hungry because you're going to spend a fortune, <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff like that. And we even believed this one time. We would go eat pizza, and we'd eat just the top. But we each get a larger piece and eat the whole top. You know, we, we, we died. <laughs> I don't remember getting a larger oh, piece. Oh, Kathy. I forgot that's, that. I that, forgot that, play, that thought. That yeah, you forgot that that place in Honolulu. That what's the name of that little? We love that little pizza place. Um, I can't think of the name. Of it. And we think we're going down there because we left all the dough, you know. But you, do you know how much calorie was in the top of that thing? Good God! But that's how dumb you because see, we didn't cast down that amount. We don't do that no more. You know, we use some sense. This is many, many, many years ago. Now I'm making this funny, but let's just face it. Sometimes your thoughts get you in major trouble. Right. And sometimes you don't know how to get out of it. Which brings me to this thought. I want you to write this down. We as people have two selves. The life we live in the sight of men and the life only God and ourselves know of. I mean, do you live by yourself like you do live out in public? Mm -hmm. You should be. You should be the same at home right. as you are when you're in public. And I, I'm going to have to say this. And I don't mean this. I'm not being uh, arrogant. I am the same at home as I am in the pulpit. In my career, people have said that I, I, I don't, I don't flip flop. But a lot of people like to show you one side of them, and then when they buy themselves somewhere, they want to show another side, which I think is a disservice to yourself, because that other person is going to show up every once in a while when you least expect it. See, right. and it might embarrass you, and it may, maybe it won't. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll help you, bless you. So, I, what I loved about Jesus, Jesus was the same when he was just with his disciples as he was when he was with the multitude. And you know why? Because Jesus is the same yesterday, yesterday today, today, and, and forever. forever. What I wanted to major on was the word same. Mm -hmm. And Jesus is the same. In other words, Jesus is Jesus, and that's it. Mm -hmm. Well, Jesse is Jesse, and that's it. Not that I'm better or greater. I'm just who I am. I wish I could be other people. There's some great people I admire. I wish I could do what they do, but I can't. So I do what I can do. Mm -hmm. Now, I do that by controlling my thoughts. That's why I don't walk in jealousy. That's why I don't walk in envy. Because that's a big problem in the human race. Well, right. no, if they can do it, I can do it. And they're not doing it because they want to do it. They want to do it because somebody else happened to do it. I'll just show them I can do it better, which is a wrong way of thinking. You see, that's, you need to cast down that thought. That's why Paul said, I war not after the flesh. Paul was pretty blunt-minded. Pretty, he'd say things that just knock your socks. Peter was very blunt. And sometimes you need to be blunt. You know what I'm saying? Don't misunderstand me. Sometimes you do. But what I'm saying is when you understand it, and when it becomes in a rude sense, then that thing, that thought needs to be brought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Because words are vessels. They carry right. things with them. That's true. You know what I'm saying? That you don't realize, like Kathy sometimes, and I say this, and I've never, I never thought how she thought until the other day. This happened about a week ago. You know, we've been on these diets, losing this weight, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, so we thought, and Kathy's lost some weight. People say we were at the glorious, our glorious woman's thing. And they said, well, Miss Kathy lost some weight. Boy, you lost some weight. I said, well, thank you. I said, you know, when I married Kathy, she was 95 pounds. Now, what I was saying was that was the truth. But what Kathy thought of, oh, so I'm a big hog now. <laughs> you know, I'm a big fat person. 50 years. I never, that never even crossed my mind. Them, she needs to bring into captivity that, oh, that thought. I'm trying to teach it right now. What I always <laughs> tell them is my weight is not your subject. Talk about you. <laughs> What's that? What did Bill Johnson say with that joke? Oh, I think, uh, well, my daughter has a towel that says it too in the kitchen. Okay. She had said, the, and there's a scientific fact 
that men that point out a woman's weight gain, I think it's something like that, live uh don't live as long as the women. How does it say? Something I have like no that. idea. Men, men who no, point don't out, mess with it. <laughs> men who point out a women's weight gain uh, don't live as long as the women. I don't know. I'm mixing it up. Yeah, by the towel. <laughs> don't. Don't yeah, point no, it out. Don't point it out. You're not now, gonna see, live as long as her. <laughs> I don't see. To me. Oh, they live longer. Okay, men, women who gain weight live longer it, than the men who point it out, or something yeah. like that. First thing first. <laughs> now I'm gonna say something. Don't get mad when I say. I, if you fat, I don't care. That ain't none of my business. You're if right. you like you, I like you. I mean, hey, I got no problem with that. If you skinny and you like you, I like you. And if I see uh, some of these bodybuilders, men and women, that just, I mean, they got the perfect, what do they call it, perfect body, hard body, whatever. I don't get mad if they like them. People say, well, I don't think that. That's just ego. No, maybe that's what they want to do. You see, that's that envy. That's that jealousy that that thought needs to be captive to the obedience of Christ. You see what I'm saying? It's just that simple. And, 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 but that causes so much trouble in life, you see, because you must be superior to that power instead of driven by it. You know, I've learned that there's some things I can do. People say, why don't you get involved politically with some things? Well, because God called me to preach the gospel. Not, and I'm an avid vote. Me and you, we, we vote in local state and federal elections all the time. I believe in that. Because if you don't vote, then my God, man, then don't say nothing about anybody because you didn't use with your tool to change it. That's that simple. So, but God called me to but preach the I'm gospel. Not, we're not afraid to speak no. of what we believe. And no. We, we believe in, I believe in voting the Bible. Amen. And I don't mind telling, I'm probably yeah. more political than you. Yeah, <laughs> Kathy's a little bit more political than I am. And, and what I mean, yeah, we vote, I vote the scripture. I mean, how can you really separate that? I know people say you can I, I don't disagree with them. I just, I, I, have to, I have to think more about that. You know what I'm trying to say? So when you understand things that happen, uh, uh, you know, sometimes they, there's not an answer. But the Bible says, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of who? God. Not the scientists. Mm -hmm. not let him ask of God. Now, how you ask of God? You go to his word. That's right. You find out what he says about these things. And when you understand that God's word works for you, not some of the time. But all the time. Well, Brother Jesse, how, how do I captivate these thoughts? Write this down. To lead your thoughts, you must use repetition. Mm. In other words, you know where to go, but if you let it just angle off and go this way and go that way, it's going to bring you in a place you didn't want to go. You see? And sometimes, you know, when you don't investigate something, you really don't know the, uh, uh, why, that, why people do what they do. See, sometimes people do things... That I don't know why they did that. It, it's not valid to me, but it's very valid to them. Why? Because maybe they researched it. I don't know, you know. You know, it's kind of like uh, Kathy should say, why don't you like that? I don't know. I just don't. And then I'll ask her, why, why don't you like that? Well, I don't know. I just don't. Why? We're, we're, one, we're, we're one being in Christ, but we're two separate entities also, see, in terms of personality and likes and things of that nature. So I don't have a... I don't have a problem with her pastoring a church. Well, she's a woman. I know that. I didn't marry a man. I married a woman. Don't get mad at me. Don't send me no ugly letter now because I'm going to throw it in the trash. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, what happened was I think she can preach just as well as I can, maybe better. She's got just as good of thoughts. I wouldn't say that. I mean, look, I don't mind receiving instruction from a woman. I don't mind having a woman boss. Now, some men can't handle that kind of stuff. That's ego. 
That's jealousy. That's envy, simply because she's a woman. He got some very smart women, got some very smart men. Mm -hmm. And right now, used to, years ago, they used to call it a man's world. It's no longer a man's world anymore. I mean, you think about it, a lot of some of the greatest companies we have today are the CEOs of women. Why? Because they do the job. Uh, I would think that in my ministry here, I have a lot of women in high authority. I mean, you, you understand why? Because they can do the job. <clears throat> Just that simple. We have no color here. We have no gender here in terms of male or female, whatever. Can you do the job yet? Mm -hmm. Do the job. It's just literally that simple. You see what I'm saying? So when you understand, you lead your thoughts by repetition. So if I'm feeling, if I'm getting scratchy or cold trying to grab me, I lead 